We were studying the last few days <clears throat> the Pasuk Shomer Yisrael. We mentioned yesterday that the Creator gave free choice to any person, to any family, to choose to become a vessel through their character, through their inner strength, through building their spiritual values, that with that choice, they will be able to live a life of Torah. Living a life of Torah requires spiritual strength. It requires kedusha, separation from certain elements. It requires a dedication and more. All that strength and power was a choice that a individual or a family had to make to be ready for the Torah. That's why the Torah is not given to every human. Because the Torah is not able to be kept by every human in the way it's supposed to. And we mentioned yesterday that through Abraham, Yitzhak, Yaakov, and his children, they developed a spiritual gene within this family that would make it ready and able to live a life of Torah. Now, of course, you understand that doesn't mean that every Jew needs to make the right choice. Again, we're back to free choice. Even after Hashem gave us the Torah, because we have the capability, that doesn't mean we're going to use our capabilities for the Torah. We can use our capabilities for other things. You have to know that. Free choice never ends. Now, just to bring this Nekuda out, there's a Rambam that everybody needs to have, the, have it in their pocket. It's an unusual Rambam. It's a Rambam in Lachot Teshuvah. The subject over there in Perek Bet is a well-known halakha that when it comes to making Teshuvah Ben Adam Lachavero between man and man, a person is not going to help himself by approaching God to forgive him. You embarrass somebody, you hurt somebody, not going to help you to say, God, I forgive me. doesn't work like that. Says, says the Rambam, 
אין התשובה. ולא יום הכיפורים. נא תשובה, נא יום כיפור. יום כיפור has a certain power itself, the day itself. They don't, they don't have power. אלא על עבירות שבין אדם למקום. תשובה, תאשם, can help you, כיפור can help you with עבירות between men and God. אבל עבירות שבין אדם לחברו, says the Rambam, if there is a עבירה that was done to another person, כגון, he gives examples, החובל את חברו, person who damages his friend physically, he hurts him, he punched him, he knocked out one of his body parts, המקלל חברו, cursed him, he says, oh, goes law, or he stole from him, וחיוצא בהן, he says, these are just examples, obviously, there are many ways that people can hurt each other. Sometimes it could be strangers. Sometimes it could be brothers. Sometimes it could be a spouse. Sometimes it could be children. It could be people in shul. He says, He says, No teshuva, no kippur is going to help this fellow. Le'olam means for eternity. Never. He's going to stick with that stain forever. Until you return to the person what you are obligated to him, meaning if you stole, you got to give back the money. And you have to make sure the person is ratsui. Ratsui means he's pleased with you. He's okay with you. That is the only way you can get rid of the stains. Ben Adam lahavero. That means a person goes through Yom Kippur, makes teshuvah. Hashem, Hashem is easy. Hashem says, okay, I can let that one go. But when it comes to Ben Amahavero, it sticks with you le'olam, forever. Stains of Ben Amahavero have very big implications. Just not for today. What does that mean? So who cares if I have that stain? A stain on a soul makes a very big difference. Averot that stay in a person's neshama, they bring a person's happiness down which is again for a different subject. A person who has such a stain on his soul will not be able to connect to learning Torah. A person can sit down to learn and say, what's this Torah business? How come people love learning? But I don't love it. I don't see what's so special here. His wisdom will be tainted. His ability to enjoy Shabbat to enjoy the spiritual uh, beauty of this world, the spiritual beauty. But if your neshama has stains in it, your neshama can't enjoy it. So there are, of course, there's eternal ramifications, there's olam haba, 
There are many, many things that are going to be affected if a person doesn't get the stain, the teshuvah, to get rid of it. Says that Ammam, there's no way to do it. You must go to your friend. You must give them back if you owe them something. And then you have to make them feel good with you. He says, Even if you return the money that you owe him, you have to appease him you have to ask him to forgive you. Even if the damage that you did was only with words. You didn't hit the guy. You didn't steal from the guy. You only said some hurtful words. Either privately and they got hurt from it. You said a comment and it hurt them. Or Kol Shekin, all the more so, you hurt them publicly, you hurt them in front of people, or God forbid, you spread bad information about people. People today don't realize how much damage they're doing to their soul. When they go on a telephone or send a message or Kol Shekin on some sort of chat and they share information about a friend, they share information about someone that they're not necessarily close to, they share information about a teacher that did something they don't like. Something happened. The son comes home. A teacher did something. They don't like it. They, all of a sudden, 40 people know about it. That is a, such a horrible act that it's very difficult to ever repair. 40, you, you embarrass someone in front of 40 people. You hurt someone in front of 40 people. How, how much... How could you repair that? How could you return those words? Words are very powerful. Hazal tells us that words cause more damage than physical damage. So now, he says, so if a person hurts his friend with words, again, you have to appease him, and to beg him, to keep coming to him until the person forgives him. Let's say his friend didn't want to forgive him. The whole system he has to go back with three people and they, and they go and they ask him fine. He says he goes back with three people from his friends. And they go and they plead with him. Please, your friend really made teshuvah. He regrets it. Find it in your heart to forgive him. Let's say he still doesn't get appeased. He brings a second group of three guys. That doesn't work. A third group of three guys. Right? Lord after three real, there's already four. He tried himself. And then he did again another three. At that point. Yes. At that point, 
you leave him, if he made real effort, then maniho veolechlo shelo mahal Then it turns that the one who doesn't forgive, he's the sinner. Interesting. Let me just explain something that David just mentioned. Making peace with people doesn't mean they forgave you. If you go forward and say, you know what, let's work together, let's be friends, right? Let's get back together, we were separated, very nice. But that doesn't take away the past. There has to be forgiveness. You can live together with someone, Bishalom, and still feel hurt and not forgive what they did in the past. You have no choice, you got to move forward. So now the only way forward is you make shalom. Good, it's good to make shalom. But that doesn't erase the past. Erasing the past has to be forgiveness. Now you should know forgiveness is not a simple thing. It's not, oh, I forgive you. In fact, knowledge sure I saw, he writes that a person should not forgive if he doesn't mean it. If someone comes to you, and says, please forgive me. I hurt you. Please forgive me. And you say, I forgive you. And you don't mean it? Now I do that. How often do people do that? I forgive you. While he say I forgive you, he's getting angry. Don't forgive someone if you don't forgive them. Because they think that you forgave them. And they stop trying to make an effort to get you to really forgive them. Forgiveness is not words. That's American forgiveness. It's a real thing. The guy has to forgive him. The only way you're going to be able to erase the stain of what you did to the guy, which is riding on your soul and affecting you, the only way to get rid of it is he must forgive you. So therefore... If you don't forgive somebody, do not tell him I forgive you. Tell him, it's very hard for me. I need to work on it. I want to forgive you. I want to forgive you. Or I want to want to forgive you. Or I want to want to want to forgive you. But right now, I can't do it. That is the right answer if you can't forgive someone. By saying I forgive you, it's misleading and hurting that person, which is going to be a stain on you. Now you're misleading people. But be careful. Although it sounds, it was, seems like the right thing to do, the proper etiquette is someone saying, forgive me, I forgive you. Seems that way, but it's wrong. It's misleading and it's hurting the person. Bottom line is, forgiveness is in the heart, not in the words. Now, of course, if you forgive the person, you could say, I forgive you. I forgive you with all my heart. Here. Now, says the Rambam, continues. Asur le'adam liyot achzari ve'lo yitfayest. He says, now he's talking to the guy who got hurt. Now, so far, we spoke about the guy who hurt. You have to know you have 
situations in your life you have to clear up. Now, the person who is the one who got hurt says that Ambam, don't be cruel. He calls him cruel. What a, what a word. A person who doesn't forgive is cruel. I would have thought of other words. I'm the, I'm the victim here. The guy made me suffer for 30 years. I'm suffering because of him. 30 years and counting. I'm suffering because of him. I lost my business because of him. I went to jail because of him. I lost the shidu for my daughter because of him. And if I don't forgive with all my heart, I'm called cruel. Unbelievable. Says the Rambam. Again, surprising. Surprisingly. He made the victim Mr. Cruel. He said, if you don't forgive someone, you're a cruel man. I wonder why I use that word, cruel. Perhaps, simply, perhaps, what would you say if you have a guy laying down on the street, on the pavement that fell, is having a major heart attack, and you're a doctor who could easily go and help and save his life. And you decide, you look down, you say, eh, that's the guy who embarrassed me last week. Eh, you keep walking. What would they say about that guy? Say, you're cruel. You have a guy, he's dying. You could save his life. And you, and you keep walking. You're a cruel person. You killed the guy. You have to know that even more so, there, the, only, the guy only got killed in this world. End of the day, this world is limited. You could have lived another two years, another 10 years, another 50 years. At some point, you're going to die anyway. But if you don't forgive a guy, spiritually, he's living with eternal damage. And you have that ability to remove his damage. You don't always have the ability to remove somebody else's damage, but in this case, you do. So that means you're watching your friend get destroyed eternally, not just die and you could have lived another couple of years eternal damage and you're saying burn and gain them i don't care forever and ever the guy is living with this thing that's why the rambam says you're a cruel person if you understand how much damage this guy has on his neshama and you have the power to save him from that damage, and you don't do it, you are an achzar. Unbelievable. Asur la adam lihiyot achzari. Do not be cruel. 
and not to be appeased. And by the way, just as a little add-on hizuk for those who have a hard time forgiving, if Hashem would treat you like you're treating that guy, you would never be forgiven. If Hashem will look at you and be cruel with you, when you come to make Teshuvah, He says, Nah, after all you did, I'm done with you. If Hashem would have that attitude with you, you don't stand a chance. You, what you did to Hashem is way worse than what that guy did to you. He did one thing to you, two things to you. You, for 40 years you're doing things wrong. If that's how the attitude you have with that guy, Hashem, if he had that same attitude with you, you would never be forgiven. It's a good way to remind yourself. Let go, yallah, next. Says the Rambam, Elan. A person should be easily appeased. Don't be complicated. And it should be, he should be difficult to get angry. Listen to this one. Listen to this one. When someone asks you for forgiveness, Mohel Belev Shalem. These are one of the most difficult words you're ever going to encounter in Halakha. You can study all of Shohan Aruch, and you're not going to find words as difficult as this. He says, You must forgive the guy. And not just forgive him with your words. And not just with your heart. Belib shalem. Complete heart. Complete. Complete heart means that you have nothing left in your heart. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Who, who could even do that? Let's say a person, hey, I want to forgive. With all your heart. Now remember, we're talking about a guy who really hurt you. We're not talking about a, you know, in high school, some guy made a comment and gave you a nickname or something, you know, people left for the moment. We're talking about 30 years of pain that you're still living with. Belev Shalem. A complete heart. And with a wanting soul. Meaning, a nefesh hafetzah means he's totally in for the forgiveness. So it's a full forgiveness and it's coming from a ratzon, from a desire really to get rid of everything in the past. Now one might say, okay, what if a guy really, really hurt me? Let's say a guy really did it for a long time. Let's say I'm still suffering from all this. What about that case? Says the Rambam, Even if he did, made your life miserable, he did so many bad things to you, 
the ramifications are so big. Do not take revenge. Do not harbor hatred. Wow. What a halakha. Really, the Rambam should have put a period right now. And that's it. There's, the guidance is clear. You hurt somebody, you need their forgiveness. Approach them once, twice, three times, four times. By the way, your rabbi says that I'm bound for it. Your rabbi that you hurt says, Even a thousand times you have to go back. By, the, by, by your rabbi, it doesn't help to go four times. You got, you got to keep going a thousand times. Even a thousand times. The Rambam over here should have finished the halacha. He gave us the guidance of how to ask forgiveness. He guided us how to forgive. So it's over. We're done. We got all the rules. We should stop the class right now. The Rambam should stop the halacha. But the Rambam doesn't stop. He continues to speak and it's very not the way of the Rambam. Here, the Rambam now, all of a sudden, goes into a new, a new uh, uh, road. He's no longer giving you guidance now. So far, that's the book he wrote, a book of halakha. All of a sudden here, he veers from the halakha and he starts giving you information. And he says, by the way, this is the way of people who consider themselves the offspring, the seed of Israel. Meaning, if you are from the seed, from the Zera of Am Yisrael, if your great-grandpa is Yaakov Avinu, this is your... This is your way. And their right mind, their right heart. He says, but the goyim, that don't have that same refinement, are not like this. Ella. Shamra Netzach, their pain will never be forgiven. They will never forgive. Vechen hu omer, says the Rambam, I have a pasuk. A pasuk in the Navi that talks about a certain nation by the name of the Giv'onim. The Giv'onim were wronged by Am Yisrael and they came Am Yisrael did to come ask them forgiveness and the Pasuk says and they didn't forgive Rambam says Lo mahalu, they didn't forgive they didn't get appeased and what does the Pasuk say over there Ve'hagiv onim the Givonim 
are not from B'nai Yaakov. They're not from this family. So they didn't have the capability of forgiving. What's the Rambam bringing this now over here? He's bringing us historical information about the Am Yisrael, about the Goy, about the Gibonim. What's he, what does he want now? What does that have to do with the Halakha? Every time he writes the Halakha, he tells you, by the way, the Goyim don't do this. Goyim don't keep Shabbat. The Goyim don't blow Shofar. What, what, what? All of a sudden, in this Halakha, the Rambam veers from Halakha and says, by the way, I want to tell you, this is the way of the Jewish people. Look at the Pasuk in the Nabi. The Rambam is not a book of uh, Musar. What does he want now? What the Rambam wants is a very simple, simple, simple issue that everybody who reads this halakha is going to have. Everybody who hears this halakha, if you've been hurt from somebody in a real way, especially it's been a long time, and especially if you're still hurting because of what the guy did, you're going to read this halakha and you're going to close the book and you're going to say, Rambam, I love you. I'd love to follow this halachot. But I can't. Close the book. I can't do it. There's no way a human being could take pain of 30 years that he's still suffering with and the guy did it on purpose and now you're going to say, I forgive you with a complete heart, with a nefesh hapetzah, I'm all in, I'm good. Anyone reads this halakha says, I can't do it. I don't know what you're talking about. What do you think? I'm a malach? Think I'm an angel? What are, you, what are you saying to me? You're asking me to leave to the moon. I can't do it. The Rambam knows that when you read this halakha, you're going to close the book. And you're going to say, there is no way I can do this. I can't forgive my wife. I can't forgive my ex-wife. I can't forgive my children. I can't forgive my parents. I can't forgive my friends. I can't forgive the guy in shul. It's, that's reality. Till today I'm suffering. How can I forgive them? I could say it. Say it. If you want me to say it, I'll say it. But now you're telling me it's not enough to say it. Or I just told you it's not even good to say it. So now what? You want me to, you want me to find it in my heart? To get rid of it. Uh, how? The Rambam knows after you read this halakha, you're going to close the book and you're going to say you're talking to angels, you're not talking to human beings, so therefore, see you later. Comes the Rambam knowing this and out of character. Out of character for the Rambam. He doesn't usually give hizuk, strength to halakhot. But this one, says the Rambam, let me tell you something. If you're about to close the book and you say it's impossible, then no, you must not be from Zerah Yisrael. You must not be from the DNA of the Jewish people. You better check into your lineage. Because yes, if you're part of the rest of the world, this is an angelic halakha that is not expected from anybody else. And you're right. For a regular human being, this would be an impossible task and they should close the book. But you have the DNA 
of Zera Yisrael. That DNA is different. It has more capability. It has more power. Why do you think you can't do it? So either you're not Zera Yisrael, maybe somewhere in your history there was a mess up, or you're hanging out too much with the Goy, and you think that him and you are the same, and you start living the Goy lifestyle, and you assume that whatever he could do, I could do. Whatever he can do, I can do. In normal life, the way we live with the Goy, we say this is impossible. So therefore, we follow the same pattern. Says the Rambam, wake up. You're not a regular human. That's not to praise you. That's to show you your responsibility. You are a Zera Yisrael. You have capability that is beyond normal human. That's why God gave you the Torah. He gave you the Torah because you're capable of more. Don't look at yourself as a regular person. You have the power and therefore you have the responsibility. You could do it. Find it within yourself to be able to do what others would say is impossible and truly impossible for them. You're a Zera Yisrael. That's what the Pasuk says. That's why they couldn't forgive. They're right. They couldn't do it. Am Yisrael has special, special, emotional, spiritual kohot. Of course, those kohot, those strength, get lost when you live with the goy and like the goy. Of course, you lose it. But you don't lose it. It's just, it's being dormant. It's being covered by a lot of things that are blocking it. it says the Rambam, Get rid of that. Go back to your roots. Know who you are. Know what power you have. Dig deep into yourself and you will find the ability to fulfill my halakha. Great words of the Rambam. First, they're great words because they give us a lot of guidance. But for us today, even greater. They make us aware of the specialty of Am Yisrael. Again, when we speak about specialty, we're not coming here to pat ourselves on the back. The Rambam is not coming to pat you on the back here. So, oh yeah, you're from Zera Israel, Hazako Baruch. He's giving you a bigger box to carry. Whenever he gives you the box to carry, he reminds you of who you are. You have more responsibility. You could do it. Start looking deeper. Have a wonderful day.